I'm Lauren. And I'm Steph. And this is I've Been Meaning to Ask You. Hi, Lauren. (laughs) Hi. I beat you to it today. (laughs) I know. I paused. I was like, I don't want to do it again. It's weird. What do I say? (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, everyone. My voice is, is not it today. But I do have something pretty funny to tell you. Okay. So yesterday, when I went to buy your Christmas gift, my mm-hmm. card got declined. And I was like, Ooh, what am I getting? <laughs> I was like, hmm, why? I was like, that's never happened to me before. And I know how much money I keep in my checking account. So I was a little bit scared. I was like, and then I go and open my banking app. And I put like just enough money in my card to buy this gift. And then like seeing all these purchases made yesterday. And I'm like, I did not order anything yesterday. Like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. So then I get home, and right away I look into it, and all these purchases were made on Amazon, and I, you know, I get Dad to help me, and I'm like, hmm, I think Mom used my card when buying all of our Christmas gifts. <laughs> and, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and she did. That's what, that's what Cause, happened. Because yours is the one that's on that account or something? No. our We all use our my dad's Amazon account, like our, Mm -hmm. we're just all, uh, signed into it. And, um, my card is also an Amazon and I was the last person to buy something before her. And so (laughs) I used my card and then, so it defaulted back to my card, I guess, when she went to buy things. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) So Christmas is new this year. (laughs) Yeah. Not only did, uh, did, (laughs) <laughs> not only did dad then know how much she spent because he had to send all the money back to me uh-huh. but we both saw all of our christmas gifts so it was a oh it was it was funny it was was there really stuff for you in there yeah <laughs> oh shoot yeah, it was it was funny though it was more funny than not it was just a classic mom moment i'm like this stuff doesn't happen at school this is so funny <laughs> like <laughs> okay but i still got my gift right Yes. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <clears throat> Great. Well, okay. So I um, went out to dinner with a friend the other day. And because we can't do all that much like Christmassy stuff here, um, one of the restaurants that we like offered like a cheese fondue evening. So we went and did that. That was really fun. And then my friend gave me a gift. This is her. Uh, this is her weekly Easter egg. Uh, look what I got! Oh my gosh, is that a? Is that swell or just a normal water bottle? It was um, the version of Hydro Flask that is available here. So this oh, is my. Oh. This is my fake Hydro Flask. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. So now, now when I go home, I can finally be one of the cool kids. Well, not here. We have real Hydro Flasks. Okay, sorry. Do you have one? No, I do not have one. I'm just a normal water bottle girl. Well, that's lame. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Okay. (laughs) Lame of me. Okay, Lauren. I have been meaning to ask you about travel. We're doing it again. One episode wasn't enough for us. (laughs) No. Well, you're just this big traveler girl. You have so much to tell me. So 
my first question, I guess, is when did you, I know you kind of mentioned in college, but when did you start traveling after your first act of volunteering that you did in college? That was in Kenya, right? Was Kenya your first big trip? Kenya was my first big trip, uh, which is kind of crazy when I really think about it. Um, it might have, I think, like I said before, it was only the second time I'd ever traveled or um, flown by myself. And I went to Kenya because um, I wanted to study abroad, but it was too expensive. So um, instead of studying abroad, I decided to do like a volunteer abroad trip. And I don't know. I picked Kenya because I also could go on a safari there, which I thought would be really cool. And (laughs) yeah, I think I was 20 when I planned this trip and didn't know what I was doing. Didn't put a lot of like research into it, to be totally honest. I just thought, okay, I want to have some kind of experience abroad. I, um, I like to volunteer and I heard that you could like volunteer abroad as a trip. So I was there for six weeks. What kind of volunteering did you do? I worked at a school and yeah, I worked in the kitchen there. So I helped make lunch for the kids and clean up like after lunch and that kind of thing. So a lot of like cutting up vegetables and uh, (laughs) sorting rice and beans and like picking rocks out of the rice and stuff like that. Oh gosh. Well, yeah. that's kind of cool. It was a, a great experience. So, and that's where I met Jess. So, obviously, that's pretty great. And we went on a safari, which was absolutely amazing. So, yeah, my not so well thought out um, decision there had some really great outcomes. Okay. So, after Kenya, where did you go next? Were you, did you still. Did you do that again in college? Did you travel more or did you wait until after college to go travel again? Um, At some point, (laughs) at some point, um, some friends and I did spring break during college. So it was like not international travel, but um, we went to someone's great aunt's house in Florida, which like the great aunt wasn't there, but it ended up being basically in a retirement community. So like (laughs) when I tell Germans that I went on spring break in Florida, they're like, oh, wow. Like just in the movies or like in the movies or something. I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. Uh, It was us and all old people. Uh, We went and laid out on the (laughs) beach. We went and laid out on the beach. I have to confirm that this actually happened and I didn't just see this in a in a movie or something, but I'm pretty sure we went and laid on the beach and like a bunch of nuns in their habits walked past us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so it, a cold front came through. It was like the coldest week there in months and – Still, we were laying out on the beach, and poor Allie got crazy sunburned, so she could only actually go to the beach one of the days, and then she sat inside for most of it, but she was so excited 
to see a manatee. That's all she wanted to do while we were there is her goal was to see a manatee. And um, I can't remember which happened first, but we went on this walk, all like four or five of us or whatever. And we ended up at this little like harbor and there were a bunch of boats parked there and stuff. And like just this kind of like place where you walk around. What is that called? Boardwalk? Yeah, something like that. And so in between these boats, we're like, oh, wow, that's so cool. It's a manatee. (laughs) Well, it was a dead manatee. And it was like rotting apart. It was so awful. Yeah, it was terrible. And then – did she we, pet it thinking it was No, alive? God, no. Nobody touched oh, it. Ugh, okay, no. Okay, good. We just realized at some point that it wasn't – it didn't look very alive. Oh. Yucky. So then we go back to the beach. Allie goes inside and we're just – like the rest of us are walking along the beach and then we saw a real manatee, like oh. a live manatee while she was inside. Oh. And we all agreed not to tell her. because it would break her heart. She wasn't – like, we only saw a dead manatee, and then we saw the live manatee while she was inside. She'd be heartbroken. We all made a pact not to tell her. Well, then, like, 10 years later – literally, we kept the secret for 10 years. And then uh, I can't remember what it was, but at some kind of event – oh, it might have actually been – it might have been the last time I was home. We were together again. It might have been. I can't remember though. Anyway, I had a couple drinks and I let the manatee <laughs> secret slip and she was still really upset. I felt You so were the bad. one? I was the one that broke the pact. I know. It slipped out. I kept the secret for so long. So long. I'm disappointed. Yeah. yeah. So I was the one who cracked and I feel pretty bad. How many- but I- Hmm? How many people were a part of this pact? Mm-hmm. Three. The other two outlasted you. Yeah. That's not good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think I was like laughing hysterically when I said it too. So it was really bad. <laughs> I'm really sorry, Allie. I still feel really terrible, but also it's kind so, of hilarious. Did Allie want to see a manatee or touch it or like pet one? I forgot what you said. I think she just wanted to see one. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we didn't get to touch the manatee. Yeah, I know. We I know. It. But Aww. poor yeah. Allie. I know. It sucked. <laughs> <laughs> that reminded me, though, we actually went on spring break, I think when I was a sophomore, maybe, mm-hmm. going to be a junior. At, yeah, somewhere in there. We went uh, on spring break to Gulf Shores. And a lot of people from our school went, and we were staying with another family that we were family friends with at the time. And on, like, the first day or two or something, uh, Chris and the boys – or one of the boys from the other family got so sunburnt, and they did the same thing that Allie did. They stayed inside, like, the rest of the Aww. trip. And here am I, like, with the other girl, like, going to the beach all the time. Like, we're going kayaking. Mm -hmm. We're doing all this fun stuff outside. And Chris was just – oh, my gosh. That same trip – this was actually really funny. Over that same trip was April Fool's. And the mom from the other family and mom played – like, I was the only one in on the pranks because I was the only one that got up early. 
So when everyone else <laughs> okay. was still sleeping, mom and this other mom were downstairs, like planning like, all these pranks. to see a manatee? No. <laughs> but they did, oh my gosh, they did so many funny things. Like they put yellow frosting between bread instead of like grilled cheese. Ew. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was so gross. And then they did something with the Oreos. I think they did like the toothpaste thing. They messed up our sink so that when you turned the sink on, it like sprayed you. And we were like renting someone's house what? and it like they like a mess with the nozzle and like unscrewed something. And I have videos of this one girl just like turning on the sink and it just like is like splashing all over the floor. Anyway, it was that was a really that was a really funny trip. It wasn't the warmest, <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah, our spring breaks in this family, man. We don't get the I know. we don't get the good weather. I know. I don't honestly think it's yeah, I've never really had a spring break where it's been super warm that I can remember. If I've gone on like a trip, I mean. Yeah. Um, do you have <laughs> another question for me? <laughs> okay, so my next question for you. Since you've moved to Germany, what other European countries have you traveled to? What were highlights? What were negatives? Just how many how many trips have you been on since you've moved there? Oh, I have no idea. I couldn't tell you because, I mean, uh, what counts as a trip? Because, like, I can go to France for a day here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Paris You're is crazy. four hours away by train. So uh, I could – I truly could not tell you how many trips I've been on. But, I mean, we have, like I said, 30 vacation days a year. Um so we that's a lot. <laughs> we make use out of them. Um, okay, I definitely have a good low light for you uh, as far as traveling to European countries. Low light? Uh, What's a low light? Not a highlight. Oh, I got you. Okay. What did you say? You, I don't know. It's the same thing you said, but I just picked a different word. I guess like one of the not you, good yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. Like, I don't want this to discourage you because please remember everything worked out. So <laughs> I was <laughs> I was making a list of like travel experiences that I could talk about today. And I was like, okay, I just have to keep mentioning in the end, everything turns out fine. Like <laughs> in the end, it's all just good stories. And I guess it was in 2019 or 2018 or 2019 uh, Jessica and I went on a Ireland road trip and <laughs> yeah, I know that face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is one of the worst travel experiences. We actually had a lot of bad luck during that trip. Like I think we ended up in a hurricane and we just didn't realize what was going on. So we just like drove around the country on the coast <laughs> near the hurricane and not having any idea. Wow, but, it's windy. Yeah. <laughs> so much rain. It seemed fine. I don't know. It must have been a baby hurricane. But um, <laughs> so I can't remember if we planned it that way or if it was – Jess had a bunch of problems getting there too. Like she missed a flight and then had to like book a separate flight or something. So I was going to be in Dublin for like a day by myself. And my flight left, I guess it must have left after work, 
but it was delayed an hour. So I was supposed to get there at 10 and then I was going to get there at 11 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I contacted the hostel and let them know. And they were like, well, we close at 12. So you have to be here by 12. And I was like, okay, I've never been to a hostel before that had a limit to when you could get there. And also my flight was delayed. What am I supposed to do? Like, mm-hmm. I'm letting you know. Yeah. So I was like, I'll let you know the whole time. Like, I'll give you updates. I'll let you know when I get there, whatever. They're like, well, you're going to have to take a taxi. You can't take the bus because the bus will never get there in time. It's like, okay, fine. I'll take the take a taxi. No big deal. Yeah, at least so, they told you that. Well, Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this person was also super rude. Like I was constantly in touch with them. Uh, long story short, I get there, uh, I get a taxi. I'm calling the hostel a million times. They're not answering. Um, and the Uh taxi driver. Yeah. I also had to wait in like a crazy long line to get in a taxi. So I'm not convinced actually that the taxi was faster and it Mm -hmm. was expensive. But I get in this taxi. I'm calling the hostel. They're not answering. So I'm like, okay, now what do I do? And the taxi driver was like, I can take you over to where this hostel is. But if they're not answering, like there are no other places to stay over there. So then you're going to be stuck there with no place else to go. I would recommend taking you to this other street where there's a lot of accommodation. And I was like, Hmm. okay. That was nice. Yeah, it was nice. Uh But I'm like, okay, he knows, I guess, so I'll just do whatever he says because it's almost midnight in a country that I've never been to. I just got here. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So he takes me to the street, and I literally just carry my suitcase around with me, knocking on doors, trying to find a place (laughs) to stay. He was right. It was a good idea because both sides of this particular street, I have no idea where it was to this Mm -hmm. day, no idea where it was. But uh, both sides of the street were just hostels and hotels. So I literally just went like down one street and up the other side looking for places to stay. And everything was completely booked. Everything. Uh-oh. Which has ne- – like I don't know what holiday it was there or what was going on, but everything was booked. And I even went into this one hotel and the guy felt really bad for me and he was like calling a bunch of different places. Everything Aww. was booked. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. He recommended I go to this hostel down the street. So I went there. And actually, that kind of made me mad because I think they could have let me stay there. Like, there was no rooms, but like, they had this foyer with a bunch of tables and like benches and stuff. They saw like a woman on her own. They could have just let me sleep on a bench. You know what I mean? Just like, mm-hmm. so that I'd be safe and not on the street. I also seriously hate this hostile person. Like it was also a young woman who like I told her I was coming. I was in contact with her the whole time, told her I was on my way. Who lets a young woman just sleep on the street? Like who leaves? Like she knew I was coming. Can you take a second to explain like what is a hostel or? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What is a hostel? You've like mentioned these like when you talk about trips all the time. Like what is it? Like how does it work? What are they like? That sort of thing. Uh, They're all different, but basically what it is is a cheaper version of a hotel. So you might have to share a room or share a bathroom. Um, They're not going to like come and change your sheets every day or something. Um, 
you know, it's just like basic amenities. Um, and the idea, like, unlike a hotel where you, you like keep to yourself, the idea of a hostel is that there's like common rooms and maybe even shared activities, or they organize tours for you with like other people from the hostel. So it's like, you're supposed to, or like you have the opportunity to meet other people and it's cheap for like younger student travelers or something. Okay, cool. So why was that a surprise? Like, do they normally not close, you said? Like, they normally – are they open 24-7? Not all of them, but I had never – I've been to a lot of hostels, and I'd never been to one that didn't have 24-hour reception. Hmm. Um, there's usually always somebody to let you in, and I definitely had never had the experience where – it's not like this woman just – didn't know I was coming and wasn't going to wait for someone who might never show up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was clearly on my way and she just left me out on the street. So did you end up going there and like, she didn't let you in or did you just skip it entirely and go down the street? Like the taxi Yeah. Driver? I skipped it entirely. Cause the driver said like, if he drops me off there, there's nowhere else to go. Okay. So this, uh, this other hostel, said they were fully booked too, told me there was a 24-hour McDonald's that I could go to. (laughs) So I decided to do that. So I called grandma because I knew she would answer (laughs) at that time (laughs) and uh, talked to her until um, until I found this McDonald's. And I literally spent seven to eight hours in a McDonald's in the middle of Dublin. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And it was awful. Uh, I've never been so tired in my life. Um, (laughs) It was because it was a 24-hour McDonald's in the middle of Dublin. It was just a bunch of drunk people coming in all night long. Oh, yeah. I bet. And just me sitting with my suitcase slowly (laughs) eating fries. Like, I hope they don't kick me out. Like, clearly the – the security guard must have there was thankfully there was a security guard there and uh he must have realized like he never asked me but he must have realized like this girl's not going anywhere um <laughs> yeah so like when i had to use the bathroom or something he watched my suitcase for me which was nice and oh. at, at one point they like closed downstairs and sent me and like one other person upstairs and i just like sat there for a while and never slept cuz i was afraid to close my eyes. But yeah, it really sucked. And I was also too scared to actually complain while I was at the hostel because their policy also says if you missed the first night of your stay, your entire trip is canceled. So I didn't want to have, again, no place to stay. So I just dealt with it. Yeah. Where'd you? What do you mean? Where'd you end up staying? Well, like as soon as the hostel opened in the morning at 7 – I oh, gotcha. walked there and then I slept for like an hour and then uh, <laughs> the maid came and like, I don't know, something. So we had to clear out and then I just had to have my first day in Dublin with like hardly any sleep. Yeah, that really sucked. But then the next day when Jess was there, we walked around and I was like, oh, there's my McDonald's that I slept in and I took a selfie with it. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. man, if Jess would have just been on time, you could have taken shifts then slept in the McDonald's. 
That is true. Yes. <laughs> or we would have found a better solution because like, you know, two heads is better than one. So you had a lot of heads helping you. You had all these hostel. You went into like every hotel and every hostel. Yeah. And they were all- I really, I really did my best, but yeah, but I, you know, if that had happened to me a few years earlier, I probably would have really freaked out. Uh, like if that was my first big trip, and I was stuck in the middle of the night someplace, I would have been really terrified. But when it happened, I was like, well, good thing this is happening to me and it's happening to me now because otherwise it would have been a lot more stressful. And at the time, it was really just <laughs> like thought, very annoying. Thought, good thing this is happening to me. <laughs> well, I was like better me than somebody, you know, oh, with, okay. with less experience or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So that was your your low light. <laughs> Yeah. What's um what's a good highlight? Oh, you don't have man. to pick one. Okay, good. <laughs> uh so many. I mean a couple years ago, a, f- a friend of mine who's Indian, uh she lives here but she's originally from India, invited me to her wedding there. That was amazing. We had some low lights there as well, which I can tell you later if you want, but uh <laughs> that was like a really great experience and we got to go see the Taj Mahal and I keep expecting. Yeah, it was. Is the Taj Mahal, is it true? Maybe you were the one that told me this, but I remember like there was a point in time when I really, really wanted to see the Taj Mahal. And then I think like, you know, every time they, every time you're asked like, Oh, what's one place you want to go? I said the Taj Mm -hmm. Mahal. And I think then you said like, it's only, or maybe someone else told me, it's only pretty from like the one angle and like surrounding it or like there's, you can take pictures from like the one side and then there's like a river, like a dirty river next to it. Or there's like something, I don't know. Is Did you tell me that? Am I thinking of? I don't thing? think I would have told you that because I was amazed. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I think it is one of those places where like, Maybe the reverse view isn't as amazing as the thing itself, but, you know, you're going there for the thing itself. I think what um, what I might have said is I did not realize there's, like, hardly anywhere to go inside. So it's, like, this hmm. massive building, and you you go in, you go in a circle, and then you go out. It's, like, one small room. You make a circle, really? and then you go out. Yeah. What? I would not have expected that. Yeah. It's actually the outside that's the, like, incredible part, I think. Well, yeah. The outside is stunning. I definitely still want to go, but I I just – you just said Taj Mahal, and I thought of that. Maybe that was on, like, a show or an article or something. I don't know. But I mean, that could have been somebody's opinion of it, but, like, maybe from outside of the, like, actual complex itself. But, yeah, um, inside, like – we got up at five in the morning or something, or maybe we lined up at five in the morning. We ended up with mosquito bites on our feet, all over our feet that lasted weeks, but oh my God, it was so worth it. I keep expecting things like that to be like, not live up to the very high expectations, but it it absolutely took my breath away. Like we got there and saw it right at sunrise and you walk in and, and it's just like, I start, I absolutely started crying. <laughs> uh, 
that was one of those times where Alex was recording a video and he recorded my reaction because he knew it would be funny. <laughs> uh, but it was just stunning. Like when I see things like that, I just feel truly overcome with gratitude. Like I can't believe I'm this lucky. I can't believe humans are lucky enough that this exists in the world. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just amazing. The it's, it's definitely not the Taj Mahal, but the only thing I can like kind of say is comparable. Well, Nush, that's how I kind of felt about Neuschwanstein, but we can talk about that later. What was, what is it? Neu. Neuschwanstein. Yeah. Neuschwanstein. Um, but actually I went on a spring break trip, uh, some point, maybe I was a freshman or sophomore with a friend and on our way home, we stopped at the Biltmore Estate. In- I thought that's what you're gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in. I want to say North Carolina, and it's like the longest standing. Like it was the biggest. Like, what's the word? Um, estate. Es- yeah, estate. Yeah, it's the biggest. <laughs> like early American estate, and it's so like the coolest thing was like that the, they made the driveway so long so that you're, like, winding through this forest, like, for wow. forever. Cool. And then you only see that – you don't see the house until it's meant for you to see the house. So at no point in the driveway can you see the house until the very end. And then it just opens up, and there's this giant courtyard, and, like, way behind it is just this, like, incredible, just giant – Oh my god, it's it's a mansion. It's like this huge estate. That's it's so cool. it was insane. I really want to yeah. go there. It was so cool. We got to go inside and like this had m- many many rooms, and we <laughs> we get to go in and look at all of like all of the rooms, and they have they had so many um like outfit like historic outfits from the period, and like mm-hmm. it was yeah they really have like maintained it super well. That was that was awesome to see. That was a very That's cool, so cool part of our trip. Yeah. I really want to go there. But I remember you – has Chris been there? No. Chris wasn't with me. I was with a friend's family. Okay. Well, I remember you then saying like something that we were seeing in on our European trip was like not impressive to you. You were like, it's basically just like the Biltmore. <laughs> I was like, what <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay. Then let's go home. <laughs> well – I don't – okay. The billboard is very <laughs> impressive. I'm just – I'm sure I it don't is. Know. I know. Yeah. I'm I'm sure it is. I was just like, okay, cool. What am I supposed to tell you now? <laughs> yeah. What did you think about Neuschwanstein? So Neuschwanstein was the – it is the castle that Cinderella's castle was based off of. And we went and saw it when we were in Germany – and what what I actually loved the most about uh, that trip, I actually wrote this. I incorporated it into one of my Spanish essays. Mm. We wrote about a trip. Was all the history we learned about the five Bavarian kings, mm-hmm. Max Ludwig, Max Ludwig, Ludwig. Yeah, <laughs> very good. But and where did you learn that? From Veronica. Yeah, you didn't learn that at the castle. You learned it from our special tour guide. <laughs> yes, we were on a this trip and. Lauren's boyfriend, Alex, his sister, Veronica, is a professional tour guide, and she toured us around Munich and told us all this amazing history. Um, But (laughs) Neuschwanstein was crazy. Well, first of all, I thought it was super funny that 
it's I guess it's kind of like what we were saying about the Taj Mahal. Like one side was under construction, but then oh, you go, yeah. but then you maybe it was just when we saw. It, but then we go and like we get to the back and we're like, oh my god, like this is amazing. It's just like we cl- we literally climbed a mountain to see this castle. We walked up a mountain <laughs> and we we have videos of our family. This is one of my favorite part of this trip. Yeah, we took turns. The person in the front would like move to the back, just like birds do when they're flying. And we were pushing each other up this mountain. It was so. It took us forever to get up there. Oh man, I, I am sure I was not in the best mood because, oh, I'm not. Oh man, it was that so was hard. Hilarious. Oh my! <laughs> Didn't we realize when we got to the top that there was like a shuttle? Is that yeah. what you were? Gonna- <laughs> you guys were so mad at me. It didn't I knew there was a shuttle. It didn't even occur to me for us to take it because I've been there a couple times and I've walked. And actually the first time I was there, I took the shuttle and I found it really scary and like way too windy and fast and like I didn't like it. So mm-hmm. I didn't even think about taking the shuttle. And then you guys were so pissed, pushing each other up <laughs> this mountain. And we get to the top and I think it was mom. She was like, Are you kidding me? There was a bus. <laughs> <laughs> if it was really mom that said that that's pretty funny because i remember one time we took a when dad had a business trip to denver we went and we uh drove up pike's peak as a family mm-hmm. and i remember mom and chris hated it they absolutely hated just the drive well granted that was very narrow we were driving up this mountain that was also a very very that was that was scary I took the train up pike's peak and i can't imagine driving i bet it would be really scary yeah dad was i think we were in uh the the red truck at that point so Mm -hmm. still a truck it was i'm not sure actually but yeah it was that was scary i can see why i don't see it so yes a shuttle would have been nice but if it was anything like that and if it no was like- it wasn't it was nothing near that but i just found it oh, okay. it was too scary for me like buses on like quick winding roads i don't like that it, i felt like i was maybe because it was really full and like i had to stand so it made me feel sick but hmm. i didn't like that but i guess that's why mom and chris didn't join us on the zugspitze is that what we did in austria that was still in Germany, that that big mountain that we went on with the cable car. Oh, but we – okay, but am I thinking of the right point in our trip? Like we got to the top of – we used this cable car and we got to the top of this mountain and then we just walked over into Austria. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, look at us flexing. <laughs> I just like, – <laughs> You just we walked into Austria. <laughs> yeah, we just – we were at the top of this mountain. We just walked from Germany to Austria. No big deal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, that was very exciting too. When I took like 10 million pictures of you on the top of this mountain <laughs> and then I tried to get you to take pictures of me and I looked like a doofus in all of them. <laughs> so unfair. <laughs> so Neuschwanstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was amazing. That was a <laughs> that was an awesome day. That was probably I'd say one of my favorite parts of our of our Germany tour trip. Yeah. That was that was awesome. I love it there. So tell me, tell me more about um, – we got distracted. Your India trip, what were the highlights? Because you went for a wedding, right? Yes. Um, we went for a wedding. Uh, okay, so my India trip, my – you know, I 
actually realized that I have a lot of like unfortunate travel experience, but in the end, <laughs> it all ends up being just funny. So um, I really loved our trip to India. And I think what was really cool, like obviously anytime you go on a trip and you're there with someone who's from there, it's even better because mm-hmm. you're going to learn things that you wouldn't have learned otherwise, try things you wouldn't have tried. Um, the locals are going to like treat you differently. It's going to be easier to get around and everything. So yeah, that was sure. really cool. Um, the wedding itself was obviously a great experience. And afterward... Dad, I want to go to a wedding from a different culture so badly. That just sounds so, <laughs> like so much fun. I've only been to two weddings in my life. That seems like not that many for an 18-year-old. Well, you realize if I ever got married, you would go to a wedding in a different culture, right? Well, I mean, what are German weddings that different? It's a different culture. Okay, but okay, fair enough. Fair enough, but you're not going to have an American wedding? Well, what's an American wedding? Now we're getting off topic. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> yeah, it is very cool to go to a wedding in a different culture. Um, and. Yeah, that was awesome. Like, um, it, it was a very, very different experience. Uh, first of all, it was hours long. Um, and the groom came in on a horse and we all danced and like there was music and stuff played. That's awesome. Yeah. And they like were kind of, it was all outside and then they were up like on a stage and, um, yeah, there was like a lot of different parts to it. Like, I think at one point they, there might've been fire and I think they <laughs> had to like jump over something. And at one point they like had to point to a star or something like that. And it, it was very long. So I don't remember it all in too much detail. <laughs> I would but. just love to. I would just love to hear your explanation of things. And then hers. Like, yeah, and then yeah. hers. You're like, they jumped over something and then they yeah, pointed. Yeah, I know. It's terrible because it's actually all very beautiful and meaningful and all of that. But it just like from an outside perspective, I, you know, I didn't know what it all meant. And it was in a language I couldn't understand. So that's also very true. Yeah. Um, but at one point, we all got to like go up on the stage and um, – like put rice on each of their heads and like wish them luck in their marriage and everything. So that was cool. And yeah, that was great. And then after the wedding, um, so we weren't the only people from like, he's German and um, they both live here. So we weren't the only people in Germany who, or in Europe even who went to the wedding. So then afterwards um, all of us went to Goa for a couple days which is a state. I think it's a very small state in India um, with like a really nice coast. So we were on the beach in the Indian Ocean and we each had like a little bungalow that we stayed in. And wow, it was really amazing. Really, really amazing. <laughs> and it felt like a movie. <laughs> and uh <laughs> There was like a little lake or like almost like a river sort of thing. And then also the the Indian Ocean. So we had salt water and fresh water. 
But at one point, we stopped going in the fresh water because somebody saw an anaconda. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that'd be scary. Yeah, my friend comes out and she's like, oh, anacondas are fine. Those aren't the ones you have to worry about. We're like, oh, what the fuck do we have to worry about? <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. You're like, that's not cause for concern? <laughs> yeah. That, that's that's just – we just accept that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'd be I'd be losing my I'd be I'd be freaking out. I like nature up to the point where it becomes scary. I mm-hmm. don't like scary yep. animals. I don't like yeah, that would freak me out. Yeah, I didn't see it, which I think is a good thing. <laughs> uh yeah. No, thank you. Oh, you know, it was also really cool. So we were there for like three and a half weeks. It was a long trip and we went all over the place. So we started in the South and then we went to the North, uh, took trains, took buses, took planes, took tuk-tuks, took all kinds of transportation. (laughs) Wow. Um, Took like overnight trains and overnight buses. Um, Yeah, it was amazing. We saw so much. Uh, I really loved the north also. We went to Jaipur and Udaipur. Those are some like pretty well-known um, destinations in Italy or in India. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I really loved Udaipur. Um, they had like tons of cool jewelry shops, which I loved, and like cool restaurants and tons of um, – rooftop restaurants. So all over the city, Ooh. you can like eat on the rooftops and just like watch the sunset or whatever. That was- God, that sounds awesome. It was really cool. Yeah. And Mumbai was also really cool. So we went to Mumbai at the end of our trip and that was the point we were like, okay, we've thrown up. We've had diarrhea. <laughs> we've had <laughs> mosquito bites, sunburn, everything. We're going to live it up big time. (laughs) And um, so we went to like a couple like fancier restaurants and just like took care of ourselves. And that was really nice. Yeah. I bet after all of that, it it was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We went to this one restaurant that it looked like the most like – it was just like the classiest restaurant I could imagine with like black and white tile floors and like – velvet chairs and everything. And for whatever reason, we were like almost alone in the front area where we were sitting. And every time I like got up to wash my hands or go to the bathroom or whatever, the waiter would come back around and like fold my napkin and push my chair in. And like, I don't know, it was just, it seemed very classy that somebody was folding my napkin or something. (laughs) Yeah. Were, Were you guys in a lot of tours? So wait, how did this work? Your friend was mm-hmm. the one getting married. Yes. So she was. She took you around, like after her wedding, only for a couple days in Goa, and then we were on our own. Oh, okay. okay. So we stayed in Goa for a couple days, and then I think we were the first ones to leave. <laughs> and we took an overnight bus, uh, like ten hours, to a city called Hampi. And that was a really cool place with like tons of, uh, I don't think ruins is the right word, but something like that. 
And so you go around and you look at all these ruins. And I think that was also where there was like a temple with an elephant and like people bathing elephants and stuff. That was really cool. Oh, wow. Cool. We like got a taxi for the day and or like a tuk-tuk for the day. And this guy took us all over the place. And actually, we were like done. We're like, okay, we've seen like a lot of stuff here. We're really hungry. We want to eat lunch. He's like, yeah, yeah, just like two more ruins. We're like, no, dude, we're (laughs) hungry. (laughs) But so that was a 10-hour overnight bus. So we slept in this bus and it's like two levels and we were on the top level. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And like we slept on the top level and it was like a bed, except it wasn't a bed. It wasn't comfortable at all, but you could lay down. So that was the point. And, uh, so we were like, okay, we'll take an overnight bus and then we'll see the city and then we'll leave that same day and take another overnight bus. Well, that was insane. And this is going to be a 13 hour bus. Yeah. Well, this bus was canceled. So our taxi driver helped us find a new bus, but it wasn't like the touristy, you know, here's your bed overnight kind of bus. It was just a regular bus that went through the night. So we had seats and pretty much as soon as we got on the bus, I had a horrible stomach ache and Alex ditched me pretty much right away (laughs) because he saw that like the bench seat at the back of the bus was open. So he went and laid down there and I started throwing up. (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry. That's not funny. It was awful. Thank God we were on this not tourist bus. It was just like a regular bus because the like bus we had the night before didn't have windows that opened. This one mm. did. So I opened the window and was like throwing <laughs> up out the window in the middle of the street, like the whole time hoping I wasn't puking on anyone passing, but also hoping like no semis came and like chopped my head off or something. Yeah. Like, it was yeah, awful. Good concern. And at one point – we, I think I was also scared they were going to kick me off the bus. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. I, that would make me nervous too, honestly. Yeah. And at one point we had a stop. And so I like ran out and I was like, don't let them leave without me. And then I just, yeah, it was awful. But you saw the Taj Mahal, so it's okay. Oh, it was totally worth it. And now I think it's funny. <laughs> like after the fact, it's funny. But yeah. <laughs> We decided that since we spent two nights on buses, um, we would get like a nicer place to spend the night that night. Well, we get there. I'm still sick. I, <laughs> I'm i like sweating. So the air con- we got this place because it had air conditioning. Well, the power went out. So oh, there was not only no air conditioning, but no lights, no nothing. And I'm sick and I'm sitting there sweating to death. So I take all my clothes off and I lay like – you know, stomach down on the bed and I'm just like spread out, (laughs) trying not to touch any part of me so that I don't sweat anymore. (laughs) And then somebody opens our door and like the whole room is dark except for the sliver of light that comes through the doorway (laughs) and lands directly on my bare butt (laughs) facing this guy. (laughs) And then whoever it was was like, oops, and closed the door really fast. Who was it that came in? I think it was an employee. I don't know. Oh, jeez. Yeah. He didn't knock? Nope. Just walked right in. Okay. On my naked butt. 
my <laughs> sweaty naked butt. It was awful. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh but, you know, overall, really, really great trip. <laughs> I can't believe you shared that. That's a – yeah, okay. <laughs> I shared it on Instagram, so whatever. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, you would. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what what made you so sick? Um, I don't do that well in heat, to be honest. And it was super hot there, so that could have been part of it. It mm. could have been like anything that I ate. I don't know. It could have also been stress because we were super stressed trying to like figure out what to do since our bus was canceled. Gotcha. Yeah. So let's talk about a different trip. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so, okay. Tell me about like one of your trips to Italy or I don't know, any other, I don't know. I feel like I've heard about your uh, trip to India a little bit. I've heard about your recent trip to the Seychelles or yeah, talk about the Seychelles. Um, but where, like, where else have you been? Cause you say 30 countries and I have not heard about all of these trips. Okay, well, well, the U.S. was one of those countries. And then, <laughs> uh, like, when I was really young, um, we went to a wedding in Mexico. So our, our aunt and uncle got married there, but that was before you were born. <laughs> yeah, I know. There are some benefits to being the oldest. Not many, but some. <laughs> uh, you're alive for everything. <laughs> last, last night, though, I will say, Opie and I were uh, watching this show together and – I don't remember I don't remember what the the point of it was but basically like two two youngest siblings were just oh maybe it was like a commercial I don't know two youngest siblings were just like high-fiving saying like how easy how easy they have it and then we were just like yeah that's that's accurate we're like it's awesome yeah. being the youngest because mm-hmm. we're both the youngest we're like yeah it's an amazing life I can't lie mm-hmm. must be nice to have peanut power yes <laughs> yep I feel like I might need to explain that one. When I was in elementary school, I was so tiny. I was just the smallest kid. And so my dad called me Peanut. And <laughs> I think I think I spilled the beans one time. So we live really close to a gas station. And all of our neighbors, like, we we're all friends. And so we'd always walk to the gas station and go buy candy and stuff like that. And one time, Chris was like, our brother Chris asked, will you go ask dad for money? I asked him last time. And I was like, sure, I'll use my peanut power. And I basically, <laughs> whatever I asked for, my dad would just say yes. And I just credit it to my being cute and small. <laughs> Nothing's ever changed. No, not really. <laughs> uh, what was your question, actually? Tell, tell, me about a, tell me about a different trip that I haven't okay. heard about yet. So... Uh, a lot of crazy stuff happened on this trip, I feel like. Um, Alex and I were supposed to go to Peru a few years ago, but he broke his collarbone riding his bike around the block. Ouch. Uh, and also, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Come up with a better story if you're going to break a bone. <laughs> it wasn't a good story at all. <laughs> He's done way crazier stuff on his bike and always been fine, but like, this time, literally just driving around our apartment building, he fell off and broke his collarbone. So okay. um, obviously, the uh, 
several week long backpacking trip through Peru that we had planned for like two weeks from then was not going to happen because he had to have surgery and have his collarbone repaired. So we decided instead we would do a road trip through the Balkans. Where are the Balkans? Um, so it's like a bunch of different countries in Eastern Europe. Google tells me it's uh, Slovenia, Croatia, Bosnia-Herzegovina, Serbia, Montenegro, Albania, Macedonia, Greece, Bulgaria, and Romania. And the westernmost part of Turkey is also included. Great. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. I don't actually remember how we decided to go there. I think I had read about it um, in... I want to say that I read about it on Adventurous Kate, which is a travel blog that I've followed for a long time um, because she spent quite a lot of time there. Wait a second. So Alex was like recovering from surgery and still wanted to go on vacation? Well, he went back to work after like three days so or like a week Hmm. or something. Yeah. I mean, you know, he was at whatever point that we went, he was okay. Um, but he couldn't have gone backpacking, like carrying a huge backpack on his broken collarbone. So yeah. Fair enough. We flew into Sarajevo, which I really didn't know anything about, if I'm being honest, but it was such a cool place. Did we fly into there? I don't know what we did anymore. But – yeah, this was a really, really awesome city. It was like... You've taken so many trips. You just forget where you've gone. Well, because it doesn't make sense when I look at the map um, if we had flown there because, yeah, I guess that does... Because um, I know that we went to Croatia too. And if you're looking at a map, it's like, oh, how did you go to Croatia? But we just went south. So it does make sense. But yeah, things get a little, <laughs> things get a little uh, jumbled. But um, Sarajevo was really cool, really interesting. It's like such a mix of different cultures. And they have this really incredible, like, old part of the city. Highly recommended. We started and ended our trip there. And we were so glad that we got to come back to it for a little bit. And so we went there. And then we went to Mostar, which um, if you, like, look at a lot of travel blogs and Instagram and things like I do, um, you've seen definitely a picture of this place. Like it's known for this really awesome bridge. Uh, but yeah, it's just this beautiful like stone city. So I don't remember what my point was. I just wanted to show you this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. So we drove from Sarajevo to Mostar and like down the coast of Croatia um, through, it was like such a long trip, down Montenegro, down Albania, like truly to the bottom of Albania. It was just incredible. Like every place was cooler than the net or cooler than the last. Um, (laughs) Dubrovnik gets a lot of uh, attention because um, Game of Thrones was filmed there and it is really, really cool. But we also went to, like, the Bay of Kotor and um, went to Kotor and, like, drove up, up, up all of these winding roads to, like, the top where you couldn't even see the city anymore. It was really incredible. That's awesome. 
But I think my favorite parts of it happened, well, one happened in Montenegro. So I was I was sick again because I am literally sick on every trip that we take. And we didn't like do a lot of planning before. Like quite a few times we didn't have a place to sleep and we would just have to find something when we got there. So we were in Montenegro. I have no idea where in Montenegro. Did and you stay at Burger King this time? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Party har har. I'm so funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but that did almost happen again in the States. We didn't have a place to stay. And we ended up finding a room in this like very murdery uh, hotel with like, we woke up and there was like a chainsaw going and stuff. It was very scary. Um, hey, yeah. Yikes. But this place in Montenegro, so Alex had to organize everything because I was sick, but it was run. It was just like a house that you could stay in. And it was like this very, very, very old Montenegrin man who did not speak any of the languages that we spoke. And so everything was just a lot of pointing and like, <laughs> I don't know what. So Alex organizes it. We go up. It's like a nice place. It's like a very cute like cabiny kind of place. I immediately go to bed. Are all of these countries part of the EU? Like did they did you have to use a different currency or no? Um a lot of these countries are not. So some of them did have different currencies. Yeah. So I go to bed. Um at some point Alex goes down like leaves so that he can go to a grocery store and like buy something for us to eat because there's no way I was getting up again. Brings us some food and then he goes back downstairs because the old man uh, and I think maybe his neighbor who did speak English wanted to hang out with him. And he comes back Hang out up. with Alex? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so he comes back up sometime at night and told me that like they had been talking for a long time. This old man kept giving him schnapps. And so like they kept doing shots together. <laughs> and... <laughs> There's, uh, I'm not like a historian. I can't tell you all of the facts about this, but we learned a lot about like during this trip, a lot about the history and the leaders and stuff like that. And at one point, the old man points to this framed photo, like hanging behind his door of Tito, who I, I can't remember anything else about him, but that he was a leader, maybe of the former Yugoslavia. I don't know, but the man points to it. And goes, Tito, Tito, comunista. (laughs) (laughs) It was like all he could say to Alex. We're like, okay. That reminds me of on our uh, Germany trip. We were, gosh, where were we staying? Was that a hotel? Like, do you know what I'm, do you know where I'm going with this? That was, yeah, like a, a hotel or something. We drove through very, you know, the countryside of Germany, very rural area. And we get to this hotel and I don't really remember anything else being around there. And we get there. No. It was just by the border. It, That's why we stayed there. Yeah. And in the morning, the the guy had – I don't remember if we talked about this on another podcast, but we were getting up to leave. And he was like, no, no. like, And he was like pointing and he had like laid out this really nice breakfast for us. Oh, yeah. And then he started talking with dad or something and talking about – a war or something. I don't know. And he just kind of, he goes, yeah, he, 
he did not speak a lot of English, and he just kind of threw his hands up and threw his hands up in the air and goes, "The yellow feet are coming! The yellow feet are coming!" And, we, and he was like bouncing up and down on his feet too, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that was like like somebody was playing a marionette, like yeah. <laughs> like not making fun of people that don't speak English, but it was just really funny when. No, no, he was trying to be funny though. He was yeah, trying to make just, us laugh. It's just really funny, like the English phrases that non-English speakers feel the need to learn. <laughs> I have no idea what he was talking about either. Yeah. It's... Still, I don't know. I mean, your explanation was as good as I could have come up with, and I maybe could have spoken to him in German. Yeah. He was so nice, though. Oh, he was super nice. And it was a good breakfast, too. Yeah. Okay. So Alex comes back in this Montenegro house in the middle of the night. He leaves, and all I hear is horrible sounds of somebody puking. Oh. Yeah. So then the next day – Hey, at least it's not you this time. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Finally. Uh, Yeah, I puked all over India. That wasn't even the only time. But anyways, this is a really gross episode. I'm trying to encourage you to travel, and I'm just talking about all my gross bodily functions. (laughs) But they're all you good stories. Said, oh my gosh, can that be? You just said I puked all over India. <laughs> I want to make that into a sticker. Oh god, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Speaking of stickers, they're available anyway. Yeah. Um. So we get up to leave and pay the guy, and he's like, "No, no, you can't go. He wants us to have more schnapps." Like, both of us are sick. One of us has to drive. Absolutely not. Uh, So he's like, okay, here, just this. And it was like he wanted us to drink juice, but instead of juice, it was like pure fruit syrup. Weird. You know, like maybe you would put like super concentrated syrupy, like maybe if you added a bunch of water, it would be juice. Yeah. Okay. And Alex was like, just drink it. You have to drink it. I was like, I can't. He's like, I can't drink it. I'll throw up. So we're both arguing because he can't understand anything we're saying. We're both arguing about like, how do we be polite and also not puke some more? Yeah. And and he poured it for us. And in the end, Alex was like, Lauren, we just have to get up, smile and walk out the door. We have to go. It was like, you would think this guy was trying to kill us the way that we're like (laughs) inspiring about how to get out of here. He was the nicest man, but we were just like, we can't stay here anymore. He's going to make us sick. We have to get out. And so we just stood up, smiled and nodded, and basically ran out the door. <laughs> yeah. Hey, got to do what you got to do. Seriously. That's funny, though. Um. Oh, and okay, one more thing from this trip. We okay. – so then we went to Albania at some point. I don't remember which, like, route we took. But we went to Albania, and we went to – Skodra or something like that it's called. And apparently the day that we got there was a biker beer festival. Oh. Yeah. So we're like, okay, great. Let's go to that because it's like a really small place. I don't know actually how much there is to do there. Um, (laughs) So we go to this biker beer festival and we could just walk there from our like hotel or wherever we were staying. So we had like a few beers. And there's bikers everywhere. 
And I get this idea in my head that wouldn't it be funny if I asked one of them to let me put their vest on? Because, you know, they're all bikers with like their leather vests. Like a biker. Biker, like motorcycle. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. (laughs) Not like bicycle. I was was thinking like Tour de France. (laughs) No. Like bike race or something. Way less intimidating, I think. (laughs) No, we're surrounded by like like biker gang bikers, you know? Okay. Like they've all got like bandanas on their heads or something and like big mustaches and their leather vests and whatever. I don't know. So Alex is like, doesn't think I'm going to do it. And him not thinking I'm going to do it plus beer makes me think that I should really do it. (laughs) And so finally we were like, he's like, Lauren, come on. Like, we're going to go. You're not going to do it. So we were like leaving, I think. And I was like, no, I have to do it. So I go over to the spiker and we barely can communicate with each other. But I ask him if I can wear his uh, – actually, no. All I wanted was a picture with a biker. I think that's all I wanted was a picture with the biker. And <laughs> instead of that, he's like, sure, we can take a picture together. And he gives me his vest and puts it on me. That's what oh. happened. Yeah, it was even better. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. And so we like take a picture together of our backs and you can see like my cool leather vest and whatever. (laughs) It was really fun. And then Alex always makes me add the amendum to this story that um, I only asked him after I saw him high five a five-year-old girl, but still (laughs) it was pretty badass, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's a, oh, that's funny. That's a funny story. I feel like I've shared a lot of negative stories. And I think that's just because they're really funny, in my opinion. But I don't know. I don't want you to like get discouraged thinking, oh, all this bad stuff happens because... No, this made me want to travel more. Really? Yeah. It was uh, Opie after he heard our last one too. He's like, that made me want to (laughs) travel. Really? Okay, good. I know. I no, I definitely do want to travel. I think it's scary and hard, but that doesn't mean I don't want to do it. Okay. I'm just so complex like that. What can I say? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> um I I think it's just that it's not really that normalized in American culture to travel. Um, like if you travel, it's really only, usually only in the States. And I think a lot of that is just that we don't have a lot of vacation time. So it's really hard to go on a real vacation for any extended period of time. But yeah, I think one part of it is, is that, and another is fear. And that kind of like the fear that other people had of traveling kind of made me defiant about it. Like, (laughs) You're telling me that I shouldn't do something. A lot of people would tell me basically I was a young woman and and like what did I think I was doing traveling and especially traveling by myself like that was dangerous and people constantly, especially when I was like much younger, would tell me I was going to get kidnapped and that would just piss me off so much because it's like you're trying to make your irrational fears of the world make my world smaller. And I'm definitely not going to let you get away with that. So then I had to keep going places. Well, good for you. 
<laughs> that sounded really yeah. sarcastic. No, I'm. It's. It's. I'm sorry. It's my brain today. I'm just not feeling good. But no, that's no good for you in a not sarcastic um, voice or tone. Well, I wanted to tell you something because I think last time, which was very very sweet, um, you said something about like how you're proud of me for having these experiences. And (laughs) I was just thinking, like, since we recorded, I've been trying to think a lot about, like, how I started doing this and why and what, like, compels me to keep traveling. And I think for me, I've always had this big fear of, like, I don't know, having a small life and, like, I don't know, for me, one way to combat that is to fill it with these travel experiences and memories. And what? That just, your life, it does seem really cool to me. And all this traveling you do does, it is really exciting. And I could never come close to having a story as exciting as the ones you just shared. You're only 18. I didn't have anything to share when I was 18. I don't know. Your life is just so cool. And that it just is exciting oh to God, think that like maybe you. one day I can travel that much too and have oh all my these God, you can. fun stories. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, everyone, like the definition of a, a full life is different for everybody, but this is part of that definition for me is like, I want to have a life full of stories I can tell. And I want to like see places that are so amazing. It makes me cry. And <laughs> I want to meet strangers and let them ride in the car with us as we travel through Albania and (laughs) puke out windows if that's what I have to do in order to see the Taj Mahal. So I don't know. It's just – I'd pass on that part. (laughs) Well, if that comes with it, then it was worth it. But I don't know. I just want to – like it's not something that everybody wants and that's totally fine. But for me, it's like partly a fear of, you know, not having a – not having a full enough life. And so I I try to fill it with these kinds of memories and experiences. Those were awesome stories and I'm glad you shared. And I'm sorry you had to talk so much, but I mean, <laughs> if I was going to be sick when we were recording, this was the best episode, I think, because you had so much to say in a good way. I feel like I was like, oh my God, I'm I'm sick of hearing myself talk. I hope you're not bored. I hope it's not boring. I was like, okay, this is definitely why this is a two-person podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, this is getting long, so we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> this has been, I've been meaning to ask you. So until next week, don't forget to live it up big time. <laughs>